is so strong upon your life and the Lord said that His grace will be strong upon you I saw spiritually the clouds splitted open and I saw that your spirit was lifted into the clouds and the angel of the Lord said in this season in this month of October that we have entered He's going to lift you to a higher height He's going to lift you to a higher height even in your work with God the hand of the Lord will be strong upon your life. In this season, I pray, there is an anointing even for the teaching of the Word of God. There is an anointing for the teaching of the Word of God. And the Lord said that that oil is being strong upon your destiny. I pray for you, Greg, and I declare whatever the Lord has said concerning your destiny will manifest. There is an apostolic grace on you, an apostolic grace. And I pray for you, let that grace begin to manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My God. Just keep sharing. God bless you, Kobe Chris. God bless you, Kobe Chris. My God. Jesus of Nazareth, set back. My God, Morgan, Morgan, the Lord said, get ready for me, get ready for me, there is a move, I'm going to cause on the inside of you, say the spirit of the Lord, Morgan, get ready, 
The Lord said, Get ready. Wow. There are dimensions the Lord is opening for you. Morgan, I pray for you. Whatever fights the lifting of people in your family, it will not come near you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This is your time. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, Ohima Nancy. God bless you, Worshipper Joe. God bless you. My God. Just invite your friends. Tonight is going to be awesome. My God. My God. God bless you. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. Thank you, Father. Just keep sharing, just keep sharing. Oh, Jesus. Father, we exalt you. We give you all the praise and the glory. My God. Just keep sharing. Within a few minutes, within a few minutes, within a few minutes. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Father. God bless you. God bless you. My God. Just keep sharing within a few minutes. Within a few minutes. Within a few minutes, we are zooming into what the Lord has for His people. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You will give you all the praise and the glory. May your name alone be glorified, O oh God. Ada velida batus. Shibrati bavilo kumbosa. 
Lift up your voice right now. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Shada brada brada brada. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. My soul rejoice and praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh my God, my God. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. He has been good. He has been good unto us. Thank you, Jesus. 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 My God. I just want to bless you. Mm. That's the song I, I want to sing. My God. God bless you. God bless you. Just keep saying within, within one minute, within a minute, we are zooming into the word of God. Father, we thank you, we give you praise and the glory. We thank you, we give you praise and the glory. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we exalt you, we give you all the praise and the glory tonight. Once again, we have come under your feet, O Master. In ourselves, we have nothing, but we boast within you and even in you. The Word of God said, If any man will boast, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, let not the wealthy man boast in his wealth. But let him that boast, boast that he knows the Lord and that the Lord knows him also. We have come before thee. This is the only thing that we can boast in, your word. For everything in this world will pass away, but it is only your word. The word that was the foundation of all creation. We have come tonight before thee to hearken unto the voice of your word. Therefore, Lord, we ask 
I'm just a vessel. Teach your people through me in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens be opened. The word of God said in the book of Isaiah just as the rains come to the earth and never returns, except it has fulfilled that which was the reason why it was sent for, so is the word of the Lord. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that as your word cometh, your word is already anointed. Let your word come forth with power. That it will break every hardened heart, that it will order the steps of your people into prominence and greatness, even as you have prepared. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that you show us deeper things that we never knew. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. You said to Jeremiah, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you things that you know not. Things you have never heard of, I, the Lord, I will show you. We have come tonight. The Lord, you will show us what has been hidden from us. For the word of God said that it is the glory of God to conceal, to hide a thing. And it is the glory and the honor of kings to search it out. We have come tonight to search out the concealed word of God. That it will become the revealed word of God in our hearts. That it will become the manifesting word of God in our lives. That your name alone will be glorified. Even in Jesus' precious mighty name. We thank you. Have your way tonight, O Lord. I'm just a vessel. Let my tongue carry the fire, the celestial coals of fire. That it will be able to communicate the very heart and mind of God even from the corridors of heaven into the lives of your people this is the most sure word of prophecy that we have therefore Lord transform the lives of your people by your word that your name alone will be glorified we give you all the praise in Jesus precious mighty name Amen Hallelujah Wow Wow, 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 wow. Great, 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 great. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I want to welcome all of you once again to tonight's meeting. And tonight is going to be an awesome night. There are many things that the Lord has prepared to let us know. And I pray that His grace and His mercy will locate our lives. I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. That the Lord will preserve our destinies. Even by what He, the Lord, has manifested in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that what you do not know will be made known unto you. So that you will take dominion over your life. The Bible said... In the book of Hosea, Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, the word of God declared, The lack of knowledge, the people of God, they are the people of God. They perish because of lack of knowledge. I pray that you will not be like those people. Even though they were the people of God, but they perished because they did not know the Lord. I pray that as for you, your eyes will be opened to know the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus And that is why you are here tonight That the Lord will open the heavens And will begin to show you Deeper things In the realm of the spirit 
Hallelujah. 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 All right, for the past、um, three weeks to a month, we've been handling the matter of the mystery God. The mystery God. The mystery God. Now, on the matter of the mystery God, we have handled a lot of subtopics. And I don't want to go back into all these things. It is going to take much of our time. Tonight, I want to lay another foundation by the special grace of God so that by this foundation, we will have, now have understanding into most of the verses in Scripture. Amen. Amen. I'm not feeling somebody here. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Great. Amazing. All right. Awesome. That's powerful. Okay. God bless you. Efia Adobia. God bless you. God bless you. It's been a while. How's the baby and how's the family? God bless you. God bless you. We bless God. We bless God. We bless God. We bless God. May the voice of the Lord cover your family. May the voice of the Lord cover your family. May the angel of God stand in front of your gate and preserve your entire house and family. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for you, Adobia, and your husband, Raphael. Raphael, in the name of Jesus, the grace of the Lord. Will be strong upon your lives. Uncommon protection and uncommon favor is coming unto you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will jubilate once again to the glory of God. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Now, tonight I want us to talk about something very powerful. Amen. God bless you too. I want us to talk about something very, very, very powerful. And when we begin to get this very well, that is when we will understand most of the verses of Scripture. There are many verses in the Scripture that have become some way. We don't know the head and we don't know the tail and we don't know where, what the word actually is saying. But all these foundations that I'm laying by the special grace of God is going to help us to build upon other things that God wants us to know and understand. Now, we started talking about the mystery God. We, we said a whole lot. Now, the, what we're actually talking about in this season is God and man. God and man. God and man. God and man. Now, when we started talking about God and man, we realized that there were certain questions that were actually、um, brought out that we could answer. And one of the questions. Was that is God a man? Is God a man? Is God a man? Can you hear me? 
Somebody said, how come I can't hear you? And please kindly check your... Okay, kindly check your um your phone. Okay, okay. I think everybody can hear me. So please, um, heaven, heaven, kindly check your side for me. Maybe it might be from the network or something else. All right, God bless you. Great, great, great. So now, what we are talking about with the subtopic is God and man. Please, please, please. Listen, we are children of God. We need not to be walking on this earth like, like people that... You see, sometimes I just look at a lot of believers and I get sad. Oh, still, heaven, you can hear me. Please, can you all hear me? Okay, please then, heaven, check check your side very well. Because it looks like everybody can hear me. All right, all right. Yeah, so kindly go off and come again. And let's see. Go off and come back. And let's see. Great, 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 great. All right, all right. So now, one, you see, sometimes I just look at believers, people that call themselves Christians, and we don't, we, we don't know, we don't know anything. We are just walking on this earth, having our own plans. Do you think that's how the the earth, that's how your life was made? You see, one of the one of the most tragic things that can ever happen to a man is a man that came to the earth and never realized his purpose. It is a waste of time. You never lived. You never lived. You just existed. I'm telling you. For a man to to come to the earth and the man does not know the purpose for which God brought him or her to this earth. It's a waste. It's a waste. You have wasted life. I'm telling you. Listen, our destiny, when we talk of the matter of destiny, last Sunday I made this statement in church. Listen, this, your destiny is not that you will be a medical doctor. That is not destiny. That is your career. There is a difference between destiny and career. Why, why on earth should you even link career to destiny? Career is just a tool. It is just a tool to help you fulfill destiny. It is not the destiny. You see, and it is very... It is very, very painful. You see a lot of people chasing after um, 
their own plans, their own plans, their own plans, and they never asked God, God, what are you saying? God, what are you saying? They don't care, they don't care. They have their own plans. To hell with God. And when they begin to fail in their own plans, that is when they will say, God, you have failed me. If I were to be God, then. People of God, I don't want us to be like those kind of people. The way God made life, the way God made life, if you put the Holy Spirit aside, you will never get any meaning to life. I'm telling you. You will never get any meaning to life. That is why a lot of people will sit down and they are like, no, life is not fair. Yes. They say life is not fair. And this is what Solomon, the preacher, he said, under the sun, I have seen an error under the sun. And what is the error? I have seen that the, the race is not always to the swift. <laughs> the race is not always to the swift. And the battle is not always for the strong. But time and chance happens to them all. Time and chance happen to them all. Under normal circumstance, when we talk about race, you picture you saying both. Because he's the one that can run fast. He, he's the swiftest when it comes to running. But the word of God said, the race is not always to the swift. That means that somebody that is not swift, that cannot really run fast, can even win a race. How? How? That is why you need to understand because life, sometimes eh, things go up and things go down. It takes only the Holy Spirit. It takes only the Holy Spirit to make meaning of life to you. Else, you will always blame God. I'm telling you, you will always blame God. And you, you have your own plans. The Holy Ghost was not part. And when your plans fail, you, now, you are now going to the Holy Ghost to blame Him. He will not, he will not say a word. He will not say a word. How many of you have prayed to God, God, what do you want me to do? God, please show me. Until you show me, I'm not taking any decision. How many of you? How many of you have said this? Certain things that look like doors of opportunity start to open. You don't even ask God about it. You quickly jump into it. And later when you end up in tears, you are now coming back to God. Do you see our lives now? Listen. The way things work on this earth if you are not somebody that works with the holy spirit i'm telling you life on earth would be very very difficult for you i'm telling you life on earth would be very very difficult for you 
even Jesus said, on this earth that we find ourselves here, this earth, troubles every day. Go and read the scripture, you will know. The Bible said that we, God should redeem the time because all the days are evil. <laughs> Redeeming the time for the days are evil. The days are every single day. The devil has plotted evil for everybody in that day. You don't understand. People of God, I want us to open our eyes. Let us not walk like mere men without any knowledge. Let us be people that can profess our faith. Yes, we are Christians and this is what we stand for. This is what we believe. We are not just like people that say, okay, there is something here like that. Listen, listen. There are, eh, there are people who are not Christian, they believe there is God. Though. I'm telling you, there are people, they are not Christians, but they believe there is God, there is a creator. They know that there is a creator. They are not Christians. And you, you are a Christian. You also know there is a creator. So now what is the difference between yourself and that person? What is the difference between yourself and that person? Because you all know that you all believe that there is God. Is that all? Let us, let us open our eyes and be very prayerful. And be very studious as well. Listen to this part very carefully. Many of you don't study the scriptures. I don't understand. You don't study. You wake up from the bed. You have your own itinerary for the day. You have your own plans. No, none of them is for the scriptures. And even if you read, it is just when your Bible app on your phone gives gives you this um, verse of the day. You just read it in a rushing, just, then you leave. What kind of harm are you causing to yourself? Listen, in this kind of world that we find ourselves, it is only the word of God that, that can save us. It is that and the Holy Ghost which we have. I'm telling you, you don't study the word of God. You are so much focused on your career than God. This part, I know I'm going to have a lot of people who talk against it, but I will say, you think of your career more than God. Hey, who deceived you like that? Hey. A day is coming we are going to give an account to. Don't pretend to forget this. Surely there is a day. And at that day, you will not go and stand before the Lord and say, I was the medical doctor, yes. But then you will not even know where your lab coat will be. I'm 
I'm seeing somebody here, Derek Quartin. I don't know this. Is, it, is this my father or? Okay, okay, all right, all right. Your, your, your name is just like my father. God bless you, Derek. God bless you, Derek. God bless you. So, people of God, let us, when it is time for teachings, people will not come. But it's time for, ah, in the spirit, I'm seeing that there's going to be a, a, a marriage, a marital dawn. This, 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 everybody shouting, yes, yes, yes. So after marriage, what else? Do you think people die and go to heaven and still continue to marry? There is something on this earth that can take a man to eternity and still that thing will be following the man. It is not marriage. It is not car. It is not doctor. It is not those things we will leave them here. It, why are you spending much more of your God-given time on things that are not really eternal and unnecessary? Oh, Jesus. Paul said, fix your eyes. First Corinthians, I think Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, he said, let's fix our eyes on things that are not seen. How can you fix your eyes on an unseen thing? How can you fix your eyes on an unseen thing? It, Paul is trying to tell you something. That is, we are always killing ourselves, running after. Okay? That many of you... Oh, Jesus. Sometimes when I begin to talk about it, I just realize that many believers have lost their sense of purpose in life. They don't know what they are doing. They don't know. They don't know what they are doing. We just don't know what we have come to this earth to do. You think God brought you to this? You see, yesterday I was talking to somebody and, and like we were having a chat on WhatsApp and the person said, man of God, I, mean, I think my, my whole purpose on earth was to do music. I said, that is very wrong. What is music? That God brought you to the earth to come and do music. Do you know the purpose of God? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. When God said, let us make man in our own image, did he say, and let him come and do music? Did he say, let him come and become a doctor? Did he say, and let him... I'm not saying that all these things are not good, but look at something. There is something. Why God made man, he said, let us make man in our image and after life, and let them have dominion. How do we have dominion? You have thrown that one away. And you are chasing after stone boys at Awale. You want to become like them. You have lost the sense of purpose. I'm telling you. You have lost purpose. You have lost purpose. Eh? You, this the one I'm seeing. I don't fear. Because God pointed to me. said, I'm joking. Some time ago. He told me you are joking. If you want, he told me. If you want to do ministry the way all people are doing. You have already failed. You will never get any reward in heaven. You will waste your years. You will be in church singing, clapping, playing drums and everything, but it was not being recorded in the heavens. Then I said, child, we must sit down and go to God. God, like, show us. How, how do you want us to do things? What is wrong with us? 
now, right now, everybody in ministry is saying that, oh, I believe that one day God will also lift me to this point, and everybody will know that, yes. You see, so you see a young man of God who has started ministry, and he, he doesn't have a church auditorium, he's struggling, and he's. He just saw one man of God who, who, is not, who is having a big auditorium, like 50,000 people, this, this, this. And the guy is saying, hey, one day, one day I'll be like this. One day God will make, one day this. So, you see, the guy's mentality about ministry is that one day he will also be lifted. What, that, what is that? I'm not saying that one is not good. But listen, that is not the purpose of ministry. Hey, it will shock you to know some people that are in villages that are not known they, they, hey, they don't appear on the radar of prominence people don't know them but they are the people that when we all go before God, God will give them bigger crowns because they understood their purpose and they follow you think the one on TV is the one that is manifesting Oh, ah. I keep saying this one day when we all gather before God, you will see the women's fellowship leader receiving a bigger crown than that archbishop. Then you will know that fulfilling purpose is not just being known by men. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This is what men of God don't, don't want us to see. God gave you a small gift. You have lifted your shoulders. You don't respect anybody. Hey! Small gift. I remember some time ago, I went to minister for one man of God in Tema, Community 5. And the man of God said, Hey, such, such a young boy like this. And you have this gift and you are still, listen to what he said, and you are still humble. Then I was saying in my head, so what, what should I become? Hippopotamus or, or lion? What should I become? I don't understand. You see the mindset of people? They think once you are gifted, hey, make people know that you too, you day. Hey, people, people, you don't know people. The same people God is anointing you to help, they can't, they can, you don't know people. You don't know people. Share. I keep telling some, most of my sons, one of the easiest ways to die in this world is to be in ministry <clears throat> one of the easiest ways to die in this world the day you accept the call of god you have you have, you have sold yourself out the day you accept the call of god you have sold yourself out you are to die for the world as jesus did that that is what proves that you are a follower and now you see men of God trying to team team the hands of church members to enrich themselves. And you see, our oh, God is blessing me. Natemuda. Many prophets will not say what I'm saying because they need they will they will, they will just share and come and take money right now. They will not tell you the truth. But people of God, what shall it profit am I? What? There's no profit in amassing wealth unto yourself. Hey, today I'm going to talk about something. And it will let you know that man, cobra <laughs> civilitus.
what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Okay, let's say the whole world belongs to you. He can command everything. Even food, even food. When we bring all the foods in this world before you, you can't eat continuously for one hour. You just get filled. This is to tell you something. You can't uh, Why are you putting that kind of pressure upon yourself? Only you. You want to be the greatest this. You want to be the greatest this. You want to be the greatest this. You want to be this. So when you know that you are not getting there, you look like you are not comfortable. You are always trying to compete with people. This, this. You will die before your time. Discover the purpose. Discover the purpose that God gave you and walk in it. Walk in it. Discover the purpose and walk in it. Listen, let's study the word of God. Let us study the word of God. Have you realized that sometimes eh, we go out to buy phones? And when you buy the phones in the box, you have the manual. And this manual, how the phone must be used and everything is in the manual. How many of us have bought phones reading the entire manual before switching on their phone? How many of us? How many of us? Because our issue is we think we know how to use the phone. But let me tell you, no matter how you think you know a phone, there is something in the phone you do not know. I'm telling you, there is something in the phone you do not know. This is why you think you know yourself. You think you know yourself, but there is something about you you do not know. And even you, you are just like the phone. There is a manual to read for you to operate. I'm telling you, and the manual for you, your life, is the scriptures. How many of you have been reading the scriptures? You think you know what is good for you. You are taking your own decisions. So you crashed when you took that decision and you are now going back to God. God will say, you know, the manual is there. You can't, you can't go to Samsung office in maybe South Korea and tell them that your phone is spoiled. They will tell you that, hey, when you looked into the box, didn't you find the manual? Go back and read. There is nothing God will say to you that is not from his word. There is nothing that God will say to you that is not from his word. Peter calls it the more sure word of prophecy. The more sure word of prophecy. You think, we think we know ourselves. We think. We take our own decisions. Hey! And today, during line prayer fire, I made a statement. Those decisions that we take, 80% of them are influenced by external forces. 80%. So look, count the number of decisions you have made in life. And just look at the number of times you took a decision that you were not supposed to take. You, those of you who have been in relationships that, um, you know, there were breakups. Just count the number of breakups you have been through. Count. Just count. 
people of God. There are so many decisions we took that did not end well. So what if we, we, we went to God and said, God, should we do this? Should we do this? Should we do this? This is why I keep telling you, say, oh. what, what a, the greatest gift somebody can ever give you as a believer. Listen, the greatest gift, there are great gifts, but there is the greatest. In fact, what God really wants for you, listen to me carefully, don't misconstrue the statement I'm about to make. What God really wants for you is not a car, it's not a marriage, it's not a traveling. All those things you leave them here, it is they are really not necessary, they are necessary, but not really, they are all vanity. What God really wants for you is that His word will be in your spirit, that His word will be, will dwell. Because it is only the word of God. It is only go and read the Bible. They say we are similarly the Bible means also Elias has become but the word of God. Mommy Beatrice said most of most of it is written in parable, so I don't understand. Which one? I'm going to explain things to you. Don't worry. Don't worry. People of God. People of God. Let's take our time. Let's take our time. The greatest gift a man of God can give you is not really to pray for your marriage. Marriage is good. But there is a purpose for marriage. Not just for children. Not just for companionship. There is a certain secret hidden in marriage. Why God even instituted it. Many of us don't even know. All that we know is pleasure, giving birth, having companionship. You are just talking about 0.5% of marriage. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So you, people want to marry. Ask them, why do you want to marry? They don't know anything. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. Why do you want to marry? I'm, I'm, I'm growing old. Hey, go and look at Paul. Paul. Haven't you realized that there were people that came to the earth? They never got married. They never gave birth. But God, there were people that really fulfilled God's assignment. They never got married. They never gave birth. Am I saying marriage is not good? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I want you to know the purpose of marriage before you try to enter into it. Else, you have already signed for something. <laughs> I'm telling you, God called a man of God, a young man, and said, I'm putting the nations in your hands. Go. Then later God came and said, it is not good for you to be alone. I'm giving you a helper. Because there are seasons 
that I, the Lord, I will call you into moments of fasting and prayers. There are seasons I will call you to the mountain top. There are seasons I will tell you to do heavy tasks. At that point, when you come back and you are so weak, there must be somebody that can help lift you. And that is why God is giving that man a wife. Now, all this while, that wife too is thinking, I am going to marry. And the reason why I am going to marry, the, the wife does not even know what God is planning. All that she's having in mind is to, I'm going to marry this man. Because very soon he's going to be, he's going to go abroad. So that I'll be in the airplane with him. So that people will also see that me too, I am the wife of this great man of God. Look at you. Childish man, you don't deserve that man. Get out. Get out. And this is why many men of God, eh, I'm telling you, when God started stretching them, when God started stretching them, God will tell them, eh, sometimes eh, you are about to have an affair with your own wife. God can tell you, don't do that. Fast for 15 days with your wife. If you are not with a woman that can sacrifice, oh God, you have already signed for a serious problem. I'm telling you. People of God, I say this and I'll keep saying it again. That many of you, when your Bibles get missing, you will not even cry. Let that boy say it's over. You, you just want to die. You are those kind of people who are... <laughs> you are the reason why Jesus cried. Though. John 11.35 You are those reasons. One of the reasons that Jesus cried. John 11.35 We, we shed tears, cry, fight over things that are not eternal, things that will fade away one day. Hey, somebody can believe a man and start fighting his or her own parents. That man said he will marry me. When he was giving me pizza, where were you? When he gave me that promise, where were you? You, mama, you have married your husband. Take your husband. Leave me alone. Let me go and take my husband. The day the guy slaps you 15 times and you collapse, when you, when you get out of the, the collapse, you get the place you go. Think, 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 think. Ah! Especially the ladies. You have let your whole life revolve around a man. It looks like when a lady gets to 25 years and she's not in a relationship, she wants to die. Take your time. Take your time. Okay? Most of the people that you are seeing their wedding pictures, go to their homes right now. Right now, go to their homes. You might even lay hands and pray for them. Some of them are crying. But they won't post that picture on, on, on Facebook and WhatsApp. Share. 
be there. Some of them married for wrong reasons, oh. They married for wrong reasons. And now they are, they are dying. But they call themselves Christians, they can't divorce. Hmm. Hey! Please, I beg all of us, let's take our time. Let's take our time. Listen, God is God. If you decide today that you will not marry, God will use you. If you decide that you will marry, God will still use you. But it is either the marriage can hinder God using you or you being single can hinder it. This is why sometimes God brings certain opportunities on our way. You will marry when you die and all of us appear in eternity. You will not, you will not go and continue your marriage there. That's nonsense. You can't go and continue marriage. It is for the earth. You cannot... So if you, are, if you want to die for a man because of marriage, you, when, when they are even giving vows in church for marriage, listen to what they say, till death do us part. That means when death happens, you are apart. We don't continue elsewhere. And the people crample, when they got married, crample, death did not come, but they are apart. <laughs> Divorce is in the in the in the in the equation. Hey, hey, hey! I remember. I heard a story about serving two couples. Oh Jesus! The man didn't want to see the woman. The man was holding a cutlass. If I see the woman face to face, I will cut off her head. What a thought can come into a man's heart that he wants to kill? Marriage. Take your time. Don't marry for wrong reasons. Don't marry for wrong reasons. Because anything that is together that God wants to use to glorify himself, the devil will fight against. The devil will always fight against. So every marriage and the battles that they are, it is going through, I'm telling you. Take your time. I don't know why I was saying this, but... I believe it has been a blessing to somebody. Don't kill yourself over material things. Now you see young girls, they can do anything for iPhone. Shame on you. Shame. Shame on you. You are a disgrace. You are a disgrace to Jesus. Ah! How can you sell your God-given precious destiny for iPhone? They can do anything, anything. Ah. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. Let me tell you this. I'm not trying to scare you with death, but listen. Death is part of life. Death is part of life. And it is not only old people that die. The devil is in the, in the equation right now, killing people before their time. And once you are in time, you can fulfill your assignment. But you, you are in time. God has given you life. You are chasing after a boyfriend. 
He's beating you. He wants to kill you when you are crying. But I love him. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I will die. I will die for him. Yay, Jesus. 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 Someone said, please don't leave me. If you leave me, I will die. Oh, Jesus. You will die. Okay, die. Die. Die by fire. You want to die? Go and die because of a man. The way God will ship you in, you are dying because of a man. I want to put this in your mind, then we move on to what I have for us tonight. Listen. Listen to me carefully. Destiny is like a building. Destiny is like a building. And this building, God gives tools for the building. God, He gives the tools for the building. He gives you the shovel, He gives you the truel. He gives you the pickaxe. He gives you the the pans, the barrels, the water, the sand, the cement, everything. Then he says, use these things according to their right usage and build the house. And after you have built the house, I, the Lord, I will reward you. This is just a short statement of how destiny is supposed to be like. So if a prophet is prophesying that God is going to open a marital door for you, what is he trying to say? That marital door is going to be like a shovel that you are going to use on a sand. It is part of the tools. That door of traveling is part of the tools that God is giving you. But listen, these tools also have different. Should I? I don't know the word crowd to use. These tools also have other options. That is what I can say. Other options. That is to prove to you that God is wise. So that if you don't get a shovel, which is a marriage, there is another door, another tool that can be given unto you to fulfill the same assignment. So that if you don't get that traveling door, God can still open another door for you in the same Ghana and still He will use you to build that house. Are you getting the point I'm making? Yeah, that is why you need to understand matters of life. You see a, a person chasing after marriage. I want to marry. I want to marry. The person is crying. I want to marry. I want to marry. I want to marry. And you don't even know the reason why this person wants to marry. Why? 
And sometimes it's so funny. You look into things and it's all because all the friends are getting married. Look at this nonsense. All my friends are getting married and I'm growing. So let me marry. Hey. Let me tell you something. Eh? Heaven's provision are for heaven's purposes. Heaven's provisions are for heaven's purposes. Whatever the heavens give to you, it is to fulfill the heavens' own purpose, not your own. Look at this. A man by name Elkanah got married to two women. One was called Penina and one was called Hannah. Hannah was the first wife, but her womb was closed. Penina was the second wife, but she started giving birth. And she was mocking Hannah. You the first wife, you have not given birth. Hey. And the Bible said that every year, Elkanah, the husband, and the women with their children, they will go to a place called Shiloh and they will go and perform sacrifices unto God. And the Bible said, when they go, Hannah will enter into the temple and go and pray unto God. And listen, this was the first prayer of Hannah. Oh God, give me a baby so that people will know that me too, I am not barren. Lord, give me a baby so that all this mockery from my rival will come to an end. Oh God, give me a baby so that Penina will know that me too, I am not a barren in Jesus' name. And by then Jesus was not there, so they didn't know in Jesus' name. But I'm just praying the prayer Hannah prayed. <coughs> Still, no baby came. No baby came. The second time she went, she said the same thing. That people will know, that people will know that me too. Still nothing came. But the last time, she bowed close to the altar and started speaking. Then she started speaking from the book of First Samuel chapter 2. When she knelt down, she said, Makume dear who see a radiant bramu or bonifo ted you will be minisuni nadanin say a radina dimma on one word ye catapili catas a radina cum on no sooner manqua Makume dear who see a will radim the moon and mamma ma bemusu. Ama menu ma tre ma tan fosu. Meni a di euradin kwadiehu. Ubiara nye kron kron te se eurade. Look at this. A woman that is looking for a baby. Look at what she's saying. She started glorifying God. And at the latter part, she said, God, if it pleases you, give me a man child, a son, and I will give him back to you. Amen. Then she got up. That was the time. While she was leaving the temple, no, the priest said, be it unto you as you have prayed, and she got pregnant. My God, 
she got pregnant. She got pregnant. You see, there are many of us we are praying for things for our own selfish reasons. There are many of you ladies, when God looks into your heart, God sees that you have a good heart, that you can really support this man of God to fulfill his ministry, whilst he also helps you to fulfill your assignment. So then God is preparing that glorious marriage ahead of you. But you too, your, your selfish mindset is that you are looking for a good man to marry to save your ex, so that your ex will know that you are not a foolish woman. You also got a good man. Look at your foolish reason. And the moment God saw that thing in your mind, he said, go away, go away. You can't use this one to come and destroy somebody's ministry. And you can't use that to thwart my purpose. Move away. God brought another woman that was kingdom-minded, not for her own self. And now you are there walking about with your long mook. Your long mook, mook. Why have we lost the sense of purpose in everything? Madam Mook, you are now walking about. And you are now praying already. Amen. People of God, you see, we are sometimes we are too canal. We are too canal. We are too canal. God is bringing a man so that your destiny can help him and that his destiny can help you. you the main reason why you want that man is just to shame your ex. So you, have, you post certain pictures to prove that me too, you damned me, you think I was going to be destroyed. Look at this. Look at this. You see, there is a reason why most of the times, eh, God gives us some things and we cannot even take care of them. After some few years, we lose them. Because the reason why God brought those things to us, we are not using that, that thing to fulfill the reason. I'm telling you. God gave you the shovel. Now you are sitting on the shovel. You are sitting on it. Is it a ship? God gave you that shovel. Use this. Begin to carry some of the sand and start building the house. You are misusing. You don't know the purpose. Listen, when purpose is not known, when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Abuse is inevitable. If you don't know the purpose of a thing, you will always abuse it. I'm telling you, there is a purpose for alcohol in our bodies. There is a purpose for alcohol in our bodies. And for that purpose sake, a certain percentage of alcohol is needed. But you don't know that purpose. So you just take in any percentage of alcohol and you begin to destroy yourself. Even paracetamol, paracetamol that we take has alcohol inside. Yes. Paracetamol. Any 
any drug that you hear, the last word to be all, all, tramor, paracetamol, panadol, all those all, all, all. There's alcohol. That's why if you, if you begin to abuse them, you look like a mad person. But we don't know. We don't know. There is a dosage. Can you all hear me, please? Amen. Amen. God bless you. God's precious jewel. God bless you. So please, people of God, if you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So now the question is, what is your purpose on earth? If you don't know your purpose, eh? oh, that you abuse yourself. You abuse yourself. And anybody that comes close to you, to you abuse the person. This is why many relationships don't even work. Because the person here, him or herself, has not even discovered the purpose yet. So you that you are coming, what are you coming to do? Yes. When God made Adam, he gave him an assignment. The assignment of Adam was that he would name all the things and he would begin to keep the garden. He was doing it. He was on his assignment. And now God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. Let me make him a helper. So the woman came to help the man fulfill his assignment. It's just simple as that. You have not discovered your assignment. You want a woman. What is she coming to do? What help is she coming to render to you? What help? Oh, sometimes some of these things are very painful, you see. You see, most of the people in church, they have come to church because they want marriage. They have come to church because they want to travel. They have come to church because they need money. They have come to church because of material things. When they get those things, they forget God. They don't know that there is a purpose on this earth. Hey, let me tell you, there are people that will come to the earth, they will never buy a land, they will never buy a car, they will never marry, they will never buy a house, they will never buy anything, but they will fulfill purpose. When they go to heaven, they will receive bigger crowns. Then you that bought a house and all those, you died. Did you take the house along? Did you take the car along? Did you take those? You never took all those. So you spent all your God-given years amassing material things even not to yourself because you left the thing. It has become somebody else's property. And now you are in heaven. You don't even have a crown. That is what the Bible says in the book of Revelation. There were people that were in heaven, but they were in tears. Hey! People were in heaven, but they were crying. And Jesus, the Lamb of God, had to go and just wipe away their tears. Sometimes you look at a certain lady in church When you look at the head I don't want to insult anybody You look at the head Nice lady Any guy that comes to propose I will marry you No, you What is that? What? Where from all those kind of things? God bless you, prophet darling. God bless you. 
<laughs> it's serious. It's serious. Oh, too much. We, we have a lot of, like, bunch of babes in church. Bunch of small babes in Christ in, in church. But plenty. Some of, including some of us, the men of God. Some of us. Babes. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. When certain men were sacrificing their lives for the sake of the kingdom, where were you? When a man by name John Knox was praying, he said, Lord, give me the land of Scotland or kill me. How many of us can pray that kind of prayer? When men were not thinking of themselves, but they were thinking of God's agenda, where were you? Now, we don't have those people like that. You can come and stand and say, I prayed for marriage. God did not give it to me. So God, you have disappointed me. Go to hell with your marriage. To hell with that your marriage. I think I'm getting angry. <laughs> ah! Lazarus Let us think. Yenyene conforming to the image of Christ and that is the motto of Eagles Mountain International the church that God made me a pastor of conforming to the image of Christ conform it is one thing to be transformed and another thing to be conformed transformation is from within in the mind but conformation is in the body it manifests on the outside The Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2 The Bible said be not conformed to this world be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know what the will of God is which is good acceptable and perfect <laughs> Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. The word of God transforms the inner mind, which is in us. Then the transformation is now seen on the outside of us. And that transformation, which is now being manifested on the outside, is called a conformation. Conformation is when your body begins to form like what is inside you. But many of us don't know that. We think God brought us to this earth to come and build a house. 
And that is why sometimes you look at a believer, he sees somebody with a car, and he's jealous. God, me too, am I not your son? Why are you not giving me that car? Ah, God, me too, am I not your child? Why are you not giving me that house? Me too. The things you are supposed to, that is why the Bible said, we know not what we ought to pray for. We don't even know what to pray for. Because if God leaves us to pray, the things we will tell God, God, God himself, you will know that, oh, I didn't have any nine. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The Bible says we know not what we ought to pray for. We are so selfish, eh? So, so selfish. Every decision we make is outside God's plans. How many of us can make decisions? The first thing that comes to your mind is God. 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 You want to travel. God. You want to, so what is God saying about this traveling? What is God saying about this marriage? Anything you, you want to do, God first. That is when you will, we will know that you are now growing. May God help us. Amen. Abigail, God bless you too. God bless you too. May God help us. Okay, please let me just move on to what I want to what I want to say this evening. Um, that was just by the way. And that was just by the way. Obasuya neya, yini mu ma yini wati, mu ma yini u Christo mu. When a man is growing in Christ, eh, the man now does not think of what God can do for him. He's always looking for an opportunity to know what he can do for God. That is when we say that this man is growing. At that point, you can't pray for car. What is this? You can't be praying for some things. No, you can't. No, 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 no. I don't remember the last time I prayed for car. Once your focus is on something else, the car will come. And when the car comes, you know the reason why the car is coming. So you will not abuse it. You know the reason why? One man of God, a friend of mine, we're all in ministry. And this guy was, he was trekking, going everywhere to do to just broadcast the word of God everywhere. He was just walking, 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 walking. And one time, he had a vision. And in the vision, he entered into his father in the Lord's house and gave the father in the Lord a car key. And said, I give it to you. Then the father in the Lord blessed him and he went back. When he, when he came out of the vision, he said, hey, me that I've been walking, 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 walking. I'm giving a car key to my father in the Lord. Really? Lord, let your will be done. Two weeks time. Two weeks. He went to pray for a certain MP's wife. She was with stroke. And then immediately the woman got healed. And the man gave him a car. And the moment the man gave him a car, God reminded him of the vision he had. And straight he went to the father in the Lord's house and gave him the key. This is a man that I've been working for years. He 
by now, all your area people will know that Charlie, area Boga Day Town. Listen, and the thing is, it's not like the Father in the Lord did not have, the Father in the Lord had cars. I mean, cars. Don't understand certain things. I'm telling you. Don't understand certain things. And the moment the guy did that, one time he came to me, we were talking. And he was showing me, oh, Jesus. The first car he got, straight to the Father in the Lord. The second car, about two months before the second car also came, he had another vision. <laughs> that he was giving a, a car key to one man of God. And he said, ah, after two months, another car came. Straight he went to that man of God. The third time to the same thing. It was the fourth time that the car came by surprise. And this time around, when he went to God in prayer, God said, this is yours. Catasapans. People of God, let us grow. Let us grow. Let us understand some things. You, when, you, when, you, when you're about to give the car, some of your friends, you see, that is why many of you don't understand things. Everything you, you let people know before it's time. You let people know things before it's time. Somebody dashed to your car and hey, you call, you quickly called your mother, Mama. <laughs> Mama, yeah, yeah. I don't for you, Mama. And then I'm a trust of you. Then once you, you were shouting, Mama, 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 God spoke and said, My son, give this car to your father in the Lord. Now Mama too is jumping in the house. My son is bringing a car. Then later you told Mama, Mama, God said I should give the car to my father. God what? God what? Did you hear well? When did he say that? God what? Nasemaba. Asem. And many of us, our parents have influenced us to go outside the will of God. Our own parents. Our own parents. So you are looking at the way Mama was struck. Mama was saying, ah, why are you trying to go and No, 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 no. You got God, God has blessed. And the way they can speak, it will look like wisdom. The way some of them can speak. It is called human wisdom. The way they can speak. Kwame wouldn't say Bria you woman. A ya bra in near bomb pies in a base. Yamia wa domina wachewa de seya. Kwame tinas ne juni ne memu ye. And the way mama will be talking, Kwame will be like, hey you rad this one, this one. Are you the one that spoke or you are speaking through my mother to me? Prophet Dallas says, seriously, if my mom was to be alive, I wouldn't have saved God. Oh, wow, see you. You see? You see, because some, sometimes, I remember, Prophet Dallas, my own mother, the day I want to fast, that is the day she would bring rice ball and grand, 
very early in the morning, she will knock, open the door, then the aroma of the food has entered into every cell and tissue, organ, organ system inside my body. I want to say, oh, mama. I want to say, oh, mama. Then the aroma will enter into the secretive of Jesus. You see, sometimes our mothers, eh, it looks like they overcare. It looks like they overcare. That is why I keep saying that emotions are good, but over emotions can lead a man outside spirituality and they can kill you. Everybody has emotions, but over emotions can lead you outside spirituality, which is the will of God, and it can quickly kill you. Because after you think so much about your children, you don't want them to starve, you don't want them, but they are fasting. You just you eat, eat for me, eat for me, and you are killing them spiritually. The same people that are supposed to stand in prayer to cover you, mama, you are old, they are supposed to cover you spiritually. You are feeding them, are, their bellies are becoming big, then they'll be sleeping at night, and the witches will be attacking, attacking, attacking. And when witches attack you, they are the same people to you who call, mama, leave us alone, let us fast. They overcare. It's not like they are bad people, but they are caring. But the caring is going to a certain extent. That is why sometimes eh, you can think good about somebody. But the good you are thinking about somebody, the moment it crosses the threshold of God's will, you have actually become somebody that the devil can use to destroy the person's destiny. I'm telling you. You might not necessarily be a bad person. Eh? When I completed school, I said this in the afternoon, when God told me that for a certain season, don't work, don't go to school, focus on ministry. The working and the, um, the schooling will come some other time. I said, okay. So I started. That was when my parents were planning for me to get a job. They were talking, they were talking, they were talking, they were talking. You see, they were thinking good for me. But what the, the dimension they got to, it was against God. I had to go to the house. I sat them and I said, please, don't try to do some of these things. Else, you will be fighting God. Let me be. Let me follow what God has said. If it ends up well with me, good. If it does not, good. Because God has said it. Many of us cannot say some of these things. Because people will start also talking to you. Hey, your mother is advising you and you don't want to listen. In this world, the Bible even, the same Bible even said, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, so that you will live long in this world. Hey, you are trying to go again, then you get so confused, you don't know what to do. Listen, then if we are looking for a disobedient person, then Jesus is the, the best one. The fair disobedient person is Jesus. He was preaching and people said, Jesus, your family is waiting for you. As I said, who is my family? My family members are those that listen to the word of God and do them. When Mary was standing there, Mary was there. And Jesus said that. If it were to some of our parents, they would have said, hey, Jesus, now you are saying, I will come and slap you here. When I was when I was pushing, when they were doing push, 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 where were you? <laughs> hey, we are dynamic. 
<laughs> the very day you, the, you, you, your parents hear that you are saying that God is, your own, God, is the father, God is your father, you don't have any father again, your father will say, okay, go and pay your own school fees. <laughs> hey! May the Lord have mercy on us. <clears throat> Say, ah, Ruby, is that what you are saying? Go and pay your own school fees. So now I'm not your father again. Me, I'm not your. <laughs> but a spiritual parent will know what you are talking about. You say, oh, yes, I understand. I understand. Yeah, he said, go to heaven, go to God, your father, and take school fees from him. <laughs> hey! Sometimes when they know they can't attack God, they attack the men of God. That you, the lady, you, you attend that church. Hey! You attack the men of God. You don't know what men of God are dealing with. Let me just talk about what else today. I will just... Alright. Alright. I just want to make one or two... Um, please get your notebooks and pens ready. Get your notebooks and pens ready. Get your notebooks, your notepads and pens ready. Tonight I want to say something very short. It's just a foundation I'm laying. It's just a foundation I'm laying. I want to talk about man. I want to talk about man. 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 Man, mm, man, now when you come to man, also there is who man is, and there is what man is, there is who man is, and there is what man is. There is who man is, and there is what man is. Now, the word of God said, the word of God said in the book of Psalm 8, verse 4. Psalm 8. When we read from verse 3, Psalm 8, verse 3 and 4, the Bible said, When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, verse 4 says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? <laughs> what is man? What is man? That thou art mindful of. Now, this question will look like, ah, what is man saying? What is man? There is what man is, and there is who man is. If you, if you, you can go and um, download my message on God, the mystery God. You would know. We, we started talking about what God is, who God is, how God is, and where God is. It's it's a very powerful message. You can just go and, and download it. Right after here. What is man? 
Anytime you hear the word what, we are speaking of something like a concept that you can define. Something that you can define. What is? You are speaking of something like attributes. David said, these were the angels that were speaking to God. They were like, ah, God. When we consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, Yeshua Osro, and the Unsanu Enuma, Yeshua Eguya, and the Osranea Wesiesia, Dwayne Krani Nipa, Winyankupo, Wemikuni Mosa, Wanyini Nipa. A day in Nipa, a Winyankupon, Wemikuni Mosa. What is man that thou art mindful of? Man. 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 Now, there are dimensions of man in the Bible. There are dimensions of man in the Bible. There are dimensions of man in the Bible. Anytime you see the word man in the Bible, it is not always referring to one, one particular thing. No. Haven't you realized that there are times that the word man is used for both male and female, and there are times when the word man is used for only, only males? Good. That is to tell you, the word man has different meanings in the scriptures. The first one, the first one is Adam in Hebrew. Adam. 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 Yes. Adam. And now, Adam is a composite man. Adam speaks of both male, female, the entire human race is called Adam. And the word Adam also in English means mankind or human being. Mankind or human being. So anytime you are reading the Bible, when you are reading it from the Hebrew and you come across the word Adam, because when you are reading it in English, you just see man. And when you check the Hebrew meaning of that word man, it could be Adam. It could be something else. Adam is human being. Human being. And you know women are human beings. Men are human beings. So when we speak of Adam, we are actually talking of all human beings. All human race. That is one dimension of man. There is another dimension of man. In the Hebrew, there is another dimension of man in the Hebrew. And this dimension of man in the Hebrew is the word is the word Ish, ish, 
Ich. I Y S H. I Y S H. Ish. And it is this ish that speaks of the male part of man. It is this ish that speaks of the male part of man. Follow me carefully. I don't want anybody to miss what is going to really bless your life, I'm telling you. So anytime you hear Adam, don't think of only the male. The male part is called Ish. Adam is both male and female. Adam means human being. Now when you read the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 the Bible says therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh therefore shall a man that word man there is the word ish which is speaking of the male part of the human being Good. Good. Now, there is another dimension of man. <laughs> there is another dimension of man. There is another dimension of man that we need to know. And this dimension of man this dimension of man is the woman. The woman. And when I say the woman, at least you understand. And the woman is Ishao. 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 The same Ish, I, Y, S, H. Then you bring dash. Then you another S H A W. But this W we 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 pronounce it like V. It's like saying Van der Waals. Van der Waals. How many of us remember that? Van der Waals first. Those of us who did chemistry. Polar and non-polar bombs. The woman is Ishav. Ishav. Good. Ishav. Have you realized that when we talk, when we 
We actually saw um, the word for the woman, ish is also part. Did you realize that? Exactly. Did you see ish and another thing? So ish is the male part and the shove is speaking of something. We will talk about that. That's not what I want, to, want us to understand. Now, there's another dimension of man. And that dimension is the dimension of an angelic being or a heavenly being or a spirit being manifesting in the human body. An angelic being. An angelic being. Manifesting. An angelic being, a spirit being, or any being, any godly being that is not already on the earth realm, that is now manifesting in the earth realm. Now, the Bible said, <laughs> The Bible said in the book of Daniel, Daniel said, In a vision, he saw Angel Gabriel. In a vision, he Daniel he saw Angel Gabriel. Now look at the way he said it in Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty-one. Somebody should just post it here. Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty-one. Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty-one. Somebody should post that scripture here. Daniel chapter nine, verse. 21. I want everybody to see it. Oh, I'm still waiting on. Post the scripture. Daniel chapter 9 verse 21 Okay, if nobody is posting it, let me let me go ahead and read it. Now, the word of God said Daniel said You <laughs> I love the ISV Good, good. Now, Daniel chapter 9, verse 21, the Bible said, Daniel said, Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, 
the man Gabriel is Gabriel an angel or a man? <laughs> While I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the former vision being caused to fly swiftly, came near to me and touched me about the time of the evening sacrifice. The man Gabriel. The man Gabriel. The ISV will actually make it clear in a way so that you understand why. Let me, oh Jesus. International Standard Version. How many of us have heard of Archangel Gabriel? He's the one Daniel is talking about. And Daniel said, the man. Now look at ISV. I just posted the ISV, the International Standard Version. Now listen to what Daniel said. Daniel said, whilst I was still speaking, Gabriel, the man of God. <laughs> My God. Gabriel, the man of God, whom I had seen in the previous vision, appeared to me about the time of the evening's or evening offering. Gabriel, the man of God, the same Gabriel that appeared to Mary and said, Hail Mary, thou hast found favor and grace in the sight of God. Thou shalt conceive and give birth to a son. This is that same Gabriel. The Bible calls Gabriel the man of God. So what kind of man is Gabriel? When you read the book of When you read the book When you read the book of Matthew chapter 8 verse 27 Matthew chapter 8 verse 27 The Bible said the time came when the stones were moving against the, the, the boat Jesus was asleep And when they said hey 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 master Are you not waking up do you want us to die do you want us to die And Jesus woke up And the Bible said that he rebuked the wind And said peace be still And after that Look at what the people said. The people said, but when Matthew chapter 8, verse 27, the Bible said, but when the men marveled, but the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? What manner of man is this? And that word, Krasipalatus. That word, ma, what manner of man? That word man over there in the Greek is the word potapos. Potapos. P O T A P O S. Potapos. Potapos. No, potapus, not potatus. <laughs> now, that word potapus is speaking of the kind of man 
that they were speaking about. That means that the man of the man dimension of Jesus too is different from Adam. Do you know what the Bible? Do you know that the Bible even made a clear difference between Adam and Jesus? Do you know that? Do you know that the Bible made a clear difference? The Bible said the first Adam was a a living soul. But the second man is a quickening spirit. They are not the same. So even though Jesus was a man, but that kind of man that Jesus was, was different from the man of Adam that we all are. So this one actually is telling you that anytime you see the word man in the Bible, it does not always mean the same thing. It does not always mean the same thing. Good. Now, there is just... Please, are you all with me? It looks like the place has become silent. Some of you are sleeping. I will enter your rooms right now. Get up, get up, get up. Some of you are sleeping. Good. If you sleep right now and I catch you, you fetch water and pour it on the ground for one hour. <laughs> Somebody said this punishment. <laughs> you go a long journey, go and fetch water and come and pour it on the ground. Ah! <laughs> all right, all right. So now there are dimensions. And we have another dimension of man. That is just the, the um, Greek dimension of the Hebrew Adam. So when you are in, in Hebrew, when you are saying human being, you say Adam. But in Greek, when you are saying human being, you don't say Adam. You say Anthropos. Anthropos. Have you heard of anthropology? Regina said, how will you know they are sleeping? If you like sleep right now, I will, I will let you, I will, I will know. <laughs> if you sleep right now, right now, Grand Nipa 3, three people are sleeping right now, three people. But what in any sense, I can't train what in any. <laughs> Great. Anthropos. 
<laughs> Louisa said, Hey, Regina, don't joke with fire. <laughs> It will burn you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Great. So now let's follow. Let's follow. Hmm. So now, the Greek dimension of human being, or the Greek word for human being, is anthropos. So we have a certain study called anthropology. It is the study of man. The study of man. And that word man there is human being. Good. Now, let's read something from the book. What actually. Makes up a man. What actually makes up a man? What makes up a man? What makes up a man? Paul said something in the book of First Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 23. A whole man, a whole man. What makes up a whole man? First Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 23. Paul said, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Holy, that word holy is not like holy as in Holy Spirit, no, holy as in the whole thing. Uh huh. So, the whole man, so we have whole numbers. So, we said, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body. Be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said, I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body. So the whole nature of man is now comprised of three main things. Three main, three, that, there's a reason why I'm saying main. There is a reason why I am saying main. Good. Three main parts of a man the spirit, the soul, and the body. Good. Other verses in the he keep your whole being, your being, your whole being. Now, Paul now made it clear and said that your whole being is your whole spirit, soul, and body. Your whole spirit. Your whole spirit. <laughs> Are you getting the point I'm, I'm going to make? Paul could have said, May God preserve your spirit, your soul, and your body. But he said, Your whole spirit. It means that there is a certain wholeness of your spirit. Your spirit is made up of compartments. And when you put all these compartments together, you are now getting the whole spirit. Are you getting the point I'm making? Good. 
And at that same time, he said, Your whole soul. Your whole soul. And your whole body. Let God preserve it till the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these are the three main dimensions or the three main parts that make up a man. The whole soul, the whole spirit, the whole soul, and the whole body. So when we begin to talk about spirit, soul, body, people think they are just three main, like three things. I told you that. Read the scripture. It says, your whole They are not just only three, three compartments, just three, like your spirit is one thing, your soul is one thing, and your body is one thing. So just three things make your spirit, when you pick your spirit alone, it is made up of compartments. Your spirit is vast, big. If the Holy Ghost is inside you, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, God himself inside you, then what is the measure of your spirit? If a whole God that made the universe, that the, the, the same universe he made cannot even contain him, if you can still find a small thing in the universe to dwell in that smallest thing, In that smallest thing, then what is the measure of the vastness of your spirit? Hmm. Now, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord beareth witness with our spirit that we, we are sons of God. The Spirit of God bears witness. When you say, where is the Holy Spirit? Somebody will say, he's in me. Now, when you look at this, your tiny and small body, which part of you is the Holy Spirit, the great God that made all things? Which part of this, your small body, is he hiding? So does that mean that your body is bigger than the Holy Spirit? Because how can something enter into you when that thing is already bigger than you? It cannot enter. So does that mean that your body is bigger than the Holy Spirit? No. So what at all is that thing? What, what is the mechanism? What, is the, what, what at all is the mathematical formula God used 
in order to dwell inside a tiny thing. This, this one, you yourself, you don't know. You don't know. This is why anytime you are talking, Susukasa be brave, do do. Susukasa, mo 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 Who are you? Let me ask you, where is your soul? You don't even know. You don't know. And you are talking plenty. Where your soul is, cry, you don't know. <laughs> ah! You don't know where your soul is, you are talking plenty. Plenty talking, plenty. Ego will kill many of us. Ego, ego, pride. We are too proud. I mean, head was a camera. I mean, head, hey, I mean, I'll bomb us in the me. Make him with the radio, make him with the safe, safe. Met John Rode, I'm an offer me Abadazi. In the mark of salt pond, Nikibisa. What do you go and do at salt pond? You see somebody shouting, ask the person, where is your soul hidden in your body? The person was like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Just you see your own self, you don't know, but you are still shaking your hand on your chest. Me, am I the one you are talking to like that? Do you know who you are talking to? I know you are calling him. <laughs> I know. Do you know the one you are talking to? And you now you think you know who you are, no? You're always singing, I know who I am, I know who God says I am. Where is your soul hidden in your body? Where is it? Where is it? Hey, do you know that certain people have found out that there are certain parts of your body when it is we you use a like an object to hit that point strongly, a person can quickly die. Do you know that? There are certain parts of your body when you use an object to hit that point so so hard, bah, just once the person can quickly die. This one and that death actually speaks of your soul leaving your body, your soul leaving your body, which means that there are certain parts of your body that there is a concentration of your soul life, your soul life. There are certain parts of you that one cry you don't know. Go and ask Goliath. One stone entered into his forehead. He died. One stone. One stone. One stone. 
This one is not Rastaman through one stone. This one is David. <laughs> the moment I say one stone, somebody is singing that song in the, in the head. Rastaman through one stone. Repent. <laughs> and David too, he was not a Rasta guy. Hey, some of you. I remember one time there was a young guy. He was just listening to. He had his ear earphone in his ears. And one man of God met him and just took the earphone. He said, Ah. Stop listening to songs like this and say, Oh, but man of God, this one is just reggae. I'm just learning wisdom from the things ahead. Have, have you finished? Has the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes got finished? Nipana Uzu Tina and Samafino was she we are, and the Nina on one air ground. You have not seen what weed has done to people. A certain guy smoked, he was standing at the back of a church. He smoked weed, he smoked the weed. He smoked like 20 rows after that. He entered the church, he opened the door, boom, he entered and said, Pastor, where are you? The pastor said, Lift up the church. I want to, I want to wipe the floor. Hey! You don't know what weed has done to people. The pastor said, Ah, what you are saying there is just a pastor. If you don't do it, have you seen this hand? <laughs> pastor was shivering. It is only weed that can make your son change to be a rebel. Hmm. Hey, somebody can smoke weed and see the mother to be like an aunt. Can slap the mother. Mama, where's my food? You know I was going to base. Why didn't you cook? Mama, come, come. Then you call his, his younger brother. Go and get me a cane. I want to beat my... <laughs> I want to beat mama. Then everybody saying, hey, what are you doing? You shape mama. Then the guy will sleep. After two hours, you wake up. He say, Mama, how are you? The mama say, You give like come close. I will cut. <laughs> do what weed can do to a man. So please, we are not talking about Rastaman throw one stone. We are talking about David killing Goliath with one stone. Now, with this foundation laid, that man actually is comprised of three main parts three main parts three main parts
parts, which is the whole spirit, the whole soul, and the whole body. Now, when you pick the whole spirit, have you realized that when you take the, the body, now right now as you are standing here, there are parts of you that can be seen, and there are parts of you that, that cannot be seen, but they are all parts of your body. Do you know that? Yes. Oh, as I'm looking at you, Daniel, as I look at you right now, I cannot see your liver. I cannot see your kidney. They are all on the inside of you, but there are parts of you that I can quickly see. Can you see your forehead? See your hair? You can see those kind of things. So those kind of things... So that things that are found on the outside and that things that are found on the inside. So we have what we call the anatomy of your body and we have what we call the physiology of your body. We are not going into all those things, so please, I was just saying it. The, this, the way your hair is white and not black, there are certain things going on on the inside that is causing that. So how those things function and how they make manifest is called the physiology. Oh, today they have not done any science. Oh, today they have not done any science. The science will actually manifest when we go in as we keep going. We are talking about you. You see that? You see, mostly when I begin to say some of these things, many of you just don't like science. When you hear science and you are vomiting, I don't know. You cook, you eat. Don't you know that you are doing science? Why is it that when you, when you are cooking stew, you put salt inside? Why? You just say, oh, send a bear, bear there. Look at this. Look at that. Send a bear, bear dainty. What's, what's, pop, 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 pop. Why is it that when you are preparing tea, you don't put salt, but you put in sugar? Why? Oh, yeah, tea, I don't have salt to move, but the sugar is good. Who, who taught us that? What is the... Do you know when we say... Ah, it's okay. Let me just move it. As I didn't move it. be organic chemistry right now. But let's stop. The banku you are eating, you are just putting in your mouth, bra, 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 like that. That banku, when it enters, it is broken down. Because when you when you go to the WC and you are releasing the those excretors, they don't come out like the banku you ate. Do you know that? If they are coming out as the banku we ate, malata. <laughs> Let me stop here. Somebody's imagining a vain thing. Stop imagining a vain thing. <laughs> <laughs> because there are some of you guys eh, 
the muscle when we say muscle we mean contour a muscle the muscle of bangu you will put in your mouth if the same muscle size and weight and quantum is coming out from that different region I think many people would die on the WC. Many people we will always be picking cops on the WC all the time. <laughs> Have you ever thought of this one? How come I ate banku? It was white. Let's say white or you know. Cream in color because <laughs> some of you your banku I don't know maybe it's based on the the corn or the um you ate it it was white but when you went to the WC what came out was not white what has happened to it what has happened to it if you don't think like this you can't be a scientist. Scientists always want to find what is this? How come this happened? What is this? We don't take things normal. Oh, it is normal. No, 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 no. If you are eating every time and the food is not digesting, your stomach, you are going to have a prosperity arc. The prosperity arc, as some people call it. That is called pot belly or fuashe. When people don't want us to say, they say, "Oh, it is prosperity act, esika fro." You'll be there. The banku and those things will push your kidney, and your kidneys will become flat. <laughs> There's some people they can't even urinate because banku is pressing on the bladder. Let me tell you, when a man is about is feeling sleepy, metabolism begins to slow down in the body. The rate at which food is actually um, digested, acted upon by chemicals and those things begin to go down. It goes down, and it's actually the rate of um, respiration, um, digestion, and all those kind of things, the blood circulation, and all those things that actually causes the body to generate heat for itself. So anybody that sleeps has a cold body temperature, exactly like a dead person. Just few frequencies that differ. Eh, Julia, Najimi too, Do you know that the intense heat in your body alone, when it is brought outside and it is placed on your skin, you can you can just Your skin can tear apart like something. The heat in your body, inside you, when it is brought out on your own skin, it can just tear your skin apart. An experiment was conducted where HCl, hydrochloric acid, it is that acidic content that the The walls of our stomach, 
the stomach has walls or the lining of our stomach releases and those chemicals act upon every food that enters the stomach for digestion to take place that acid has a pH of two of two pH of two and that pH of two actually is speaking of highly acidic highly acidic now an experiment was conducted when scientists actually prepared hydrochloric acid of pH 2 at the lab and they poured it on a metal the metal started breaking apart a, 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 a strong metal iron it started breaking they had the same acid that is inside your stomach when it was placed on a metal the metal go broken so the question is your stomach and the metal which one is hard so how come and this is why when a man starves for a long time when you starve her for a long time when you starve for a long time the stomach walls will always be releasing the hydrochloric acid and when they don't get any food to act upon they begin to act upon the the same walls of the stomach they will be acting on the same walls of the stomach then they'll be they'll be tearing that walls apart and that is when many of us get what we call ulcer So it is easy for a man to develop ulcer when he is starving. That is why fasting and starving are not the same. I'm telling you, fasting and starving, they are not the same. Somebody said, please get a classroom for us. We are coming to school. <laughs> Don't worry. You see, I just always want people to understand themselves. Spiritually, how, how things work in, their, in themselves. I'm telling you. How things work. <laughs> Anytime a man is, listen, fasting is not just putting food away Fasting is not just I will eat. No, 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 no. The moment you talk of fasting, you are you are actually putting the matter of starving in the hands of a certain spirit. So fasting is a spiritual thing. It is not just like starving. So at that point, something spiritual happens to your body inside your stomach. One of the easiest ways to be very spiritual is to fast. And one of the easiest ways to be very unspiritual and carnal is to eat plenty. Everything is hinged 
on the stomach. So, what at all is the stomach? What does it carry? The stomach. The stomach actually speaks of the, the softest middle part of every man, of the human body. The softest middle part. That is the reason why I'm saying the softest because the hardest part is the waist. The waist speaks of the middle part, but it above the waist. There is the softest part, the middle. That is why when somebody is affected with a stomach problem, eh, the person cannot walk, the person cannot sleep, the person can just say, you have not you have not <laughs> had a stomach issue before. <laughs> you look like it's affecting everywhere of every part of your body. You cannot stand, you cannot sit, you can oh Jesus. You can get migraine, but you can just still maneuver your, yourself through some things. But when you have a stomach issue, I'm telling you, it's a serious thing. And your stomach is one of the easiest ways because it has a certain concentrated part of your soul. You can easily be killed when you are stabbed in your stomach. You can easily be killed. You can easily be killed when you are stabbed in your stomach. Especially, there are certain things that are not supposed to enter the stomach. One of them is air. The moment a person is stabbed, it is better. The stabbing is not really difficult than the removing of the knife. Because the moment the knife is removed, air enters the stomach and it is one of the easiest ways to die. <laughs> Why am I saying all these things? I want all of us to understand. I'm talking about you yourself. Oh. You see, you did not know most of the things I'm saying. But you are the same person too that will be talking. Do you know who I am? You, do you know me? Do you know me? Do you know me? <laughs> Take your time for life. Take your time. God bless you too, Esmel. God bless you. <laughs> Many of you do, do you know do you know the one you are talking to? Who are you? Your auntie sis's daughter. That is all. <laughs> auntie sis, auntie sis's daughter. Yes, that auntie sis that prepared the Gino soup.
Oh, don't do not this and TCC, Ujino, Nkwain, Nkwain, Nabino. That was just by the way. <laughs> All right. All right. So now, there are certain parts of your body that parts of your soul is concentrated. Parts of your soul is concentrated. Hey, have you ever, haven't you seen people, they, they, they just cut off, they just cut off their legs. They cut off their legs, but still they are living. God bless you too. You will be a channel or that's what you are have you seen anybody walking on this earth without a head? It is to tell you that certain parts of your body have a concentrated dimension of the soul. And that side is where your part of your life is concentrated. You can cut off your hand. You will still be alive. You can cut off even up to your your thigh, and still you'll be alive. So why am I saying all these things? I want you to know that when you pick the body, the body comprises of a lot. The body comprises of a lot. So there are parts of your body that can easily be seen with the physical eyes. There are parts too that cannot be seen. In fact, there are parts too that no matter how we open your body, we dissect you, it will not be seen unless with a microscope. That means that your body is not really something you can just say, this is it. Because there are dimensions of your body you have no idea of. Do you know that even inside your body, there are certain organisms in your eyes. When they move into your mouth, they will die. And you develop an issue in your mouth. There are certain organisms too in your mouth. When they move into your eyes, you will have a problem with your eyes. But they are in that same body. Hey. Anytime the heat inside your body begins to go down, I said the metabolism in your body, inside your body, gives you heat in the body. Anytime the heat inside your body begins to go down, Quickly, there is a certain reaction. There is a certain reaction. And that reaction will come upon the body to actually 
cause the body to shake. I want to explain this for you to understand, then we move on to the next session. Are you all with me, please? Good. How many of us have heard of goosebumps? Goosebumps. Good. Goosebumps. So, like, what's the purpose of goosebumps? Somebody, the more you see goosebumps, say, Ah, the spirit of the Lord is here. <laughs> say, Ah, the, the spirit of the Lord has come. My God, my God. Mm, mm. <laughs> I was saying good goosebumps. Now, let me show you something. When the heat inside a person's body begins to go down, when the heat inside a person's body begins to go down, then it means that there is so much cold. There is so much cold catching the person's body. Do you get the point I'm making? Good. That is when goosebumps, the body will release an involuntary reaction. Then the body will start shaking. It will shake for a while, then goosebumps will appear. And the moment goosebumps appear, what it does is that the hair, the hair, the hair, we have what we call the hair follicles, the pores. In your skin, your skin. Those parts at the daho, but when goosebumps occur, those parts begin to is that part that shakes. The purpose of all this is that it is actually going to raise and close all the pores so that you will not lose heat again from your body. All right, no problem, Mama. No problem. You get it. Sometimes you think that your skin is just there. It doesn't have any, there are no holes in your skin. How do you sweat? How do you sweat? Where are these waters coming from? There are certain holes, they are called pores, around your skin. Every part of your skin, even including your head, your head. So when there is goosebumps, those holes that actually allow water to come out when you are sweating, those holes are closed. Then the hair around those holes begin to stand. So that heat will not be lost. So now the thing is, why all these things? And you say that you know who you are. And you're always fighting with people. You see that the more you know about yourself, the more you humble yourself. 
remember those times we went to Konfanochi Teaching Hospital. Went to the、um, histopathology department, and there were the doctor, the pathologist was about working on a dead body for post mortem. And I was just looking at the way a nice lady, nice lady, was just lying on a table. And the doctor was holding a very sharp knife. It's not like this one, I won't call it a knife. And he started removing the, the foreskin from the head, the forehead. <laughs> Are you all here with me? Good. Now, let me just say this last thing. So, we have your whole spirit, your whole body, your whole soul, and your whole body. Your whole spirit. God bless you, Techi. God bless you. We have your whole spirit, your whole soul. Someone said, I just experienced goosebumps. One of the ways to that goosebumps, it is an emotional thing. Maybe we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. It can also be caused by emotions. I, I wish one day we'll get time to talk about emotions. Emotions. How emotions can even communicate certain spiritual truths to a man. Yes. Certain spiritual truth, emotions can communicate it to you. Yes, emotions are good, but over emotions can lead a man outside spirituality. Everybody has emotions, including the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Anybody that can be grieved has emotions. Yeah, so now, your whole spirit, your whole soul, your whole body. Now, when we pick a man's whole spirit, when we pick your spirit, your spirit is in. Dimensions, listen to me carefully. Your spirit is in dimensions, there are parts of your spirit, there are basically eight parts of a person's spirit. Eight parts of a person's spirit. There are eight parts basically of a man's spirit. The first part of every man's spirit is called revelation. Revelation. Write it. 
revelation. The first part of a man's spirit is called revelation. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation. The first part of a man's spirit. Are you all with me, please? Good. Revelation. Now, what is revelation? This sermon can take us like one month. Because if I'm picking everything one by one, one by one to explain, I listen. Nobody can know God without this part of a, that man's spirit opening. Nobody, nobody can know God without this part of your spirit opening. God willing, tomorrow, God willing, tomorrow, I'm going to explain all these. So all the parts of the spirit, the soul, and the body, they are called gateways. 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 I'll explain them into details, God willing, tomorrow. I'll explain them into details, God willing, tomorrow. So please... Don't miss um, our teaching service, God willing, tomorrow. Right after here, I'm also um, uploading the message. This message, I'm just uploading it. So please, if you want to download, you can just, or if you want to listen to it, you can go back to the podcast, download, and listen to it. God bless you. I want to give opportunity for three people to ask any question. Any question? Three people. Three questions. Three questions. Three questions. Three questions. Nana Joy, you want to ask a question? Okay, you can ask. You can call in or maybe type any of these. You can just. Okay, all right, then I'm waiting. Okay, no problem. You type the question. If anybody else too has a question, you can you can just um let me know. Hey, there are many. So, what are you waiting for? Nana Kusia Susanna, Rhapsody, Wealth Mills, Stephen Nansuma, Nana Baishon, Theodora, Shane Bilson, Kingsley, Kusi Emuna, is it Emuna?
or Emun Emuna, Favored Ruby Ella, Derek Quartin, Julian Ephraim, Jenny Sheik, Angela, Fia Adobia, Men on Assignment, Unyame Ba Bia. Okay, my message was give the anointed smell, Ralph Techi Michelle. What are you all doing? Ask your question. Okay, so she said, Sometimes you can see something nasty and experience goosebumps. Please, what comes about that? It's an emotion. It's an emotion. It's an emotion. I, when I'm talking about emotions, I'll actually go into details on that. Yes, it's an emotion. There are a lot of emotion. Anger, a buffoon cry is an emotion. It's an emotional thing. Anger. And there is a dimension of love. Just 10% of it is called, is the emotional part. It's called affection. So love, anybody that tells you that love is an emotional thing is, is lying to you. Love is not entirely emotional. It is just 10%. The rest is a decision that you take. So we'll talk about emotions and I will explain into details on, on that. Alright. Any 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 other question? Okay. Said so sometimes when you hear bad news to goosebumps happen. Yes. I'll explain about I'll talk about these goosebumps and everything. That's not what I wanted to talk about today, but it just you know passed through. So please. Derek said, Sir, when you experience goosebumps in a dream. What does that mean? <laughs> it looks like everybody is, is asking about goosebumps. You, you've been getting goosebumps, right? I'm going to explain into details. It can mean so many things. I'm going to explain into details when I'm handling the matter of emotions. So please pardon me. Whoever start talking about it, uh -huh, it will kind of take much more of our time. Okay, Tech, you can ask your question. Okay, Julian said. Papa, please, how do we know our destiny or purpose? Because we grow up and all around it looks like when you become a teacher, pastor, nurse, it is as if you have reached like what Maslow's theory says. <laughs> all right. You see, I said this. When it comes to the matter of destiny, listen, when it comes to the matter of destiny, Maybe one of these days I'll talk about destiny. See, under normal circumstances, a child was not supposed to be going about trying to discover his destiny. That was not how God made things. Under normal circumstances, God bless you, Anthony. Anthony Eboa, God bless you, Osofo. Under normal circumstances, 
it was the parents of a child that will inquire of God that this child that is coming, what is he supposed to do? Then God will speak. Now listen, all of us, we have one destiny. When I say that, I, I'm, I'm actually trying to refer to something. All of us, we have one destiny. And that one destiny is to conform to the image of Christ. To be conformed to the image of Christ. That is the destiny for every human being on this earth. But the conformation has different dimensions. And that dimension is a path. It is like this. We are speaking of destination and destiny. Destination and destiny. Destination and destiny are not the same. Destination is the end, but destiny is the path that leads to the end. So you are moving from Accra to Kumasi. You have to pass, if you are moving from Accra to Kumasi, you have to pass through maybe Amasaman, Pokwasi, and go through all those Nsawem, Nkoko, Konongo, and all those places. Then you now hit Kumasi. So that pathway, so now from Accra to Kumasi, Kumasi is the destination. But all the places you pass through, it is the route, and that route is the path called your destiny. So destiny is a pathway to a destination. If you don't know your destination, you will miss your destiny. If you don't know that you are going to Kumasi, you can pick any car and it can take you anywhere. So the question is, where are we all going? Once you know that, then you can understand the matters of your destiny. You know the reason why God has called you. Not, not everybody will be a pastor. No. Not everybody will be called into ministry. But we are all called to preach the gospel. <laughs> we are all called to preach the gospel. But we are not all called into the ministry as pastors. I don't know if you are getting the point I'm making. So if you are a medical doctor, medical doctor is, a, is just a tool. It's just a tool. That one is not where you are going. So that you just became a medical doctor and say, ah, at long last I fulfilled destiny. Who told you? Who told you? We only fulfill destiny at the destination. It is the destination that tells a man. It is at that point when you will be congratulated, you will be rewarded for the path that you took. And that destination is that we have all been conformed into the image of Christ. That is the destination. That is why I said we all have one destination. We all we have one destination. And that destination is that Christ will be formed in us. And that is when the Bible said, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.26 Christ in us, the hope of glory. There is a certain Christ inside us. And that Christ is waiting to manifest in us. 
And that manifestation is called glory. That is what we are all waiting. And the moment that manifestation begins to make itself known, then our bodies are now being conformed. We are not going to, our bodies are going to be changed. It will not be like this body you see. It is going to be changed into the same glory of Jesus. The same kind of glory that came upon Jesus when he was on the Mount of Transfiguration. That the Bible said that his raiment, his clothes, was made glistening white. That is the kind of body we are going to get. And that which is going to cause that body to manifest is called Christ. And that Christ is in you. Until you let the Christ in you manifest. You will not gain that glorious body. And that glorious body is our destination. It is the point where we will say we have been conformed to the image of Christ. That is where we are all going, we know. But there is a pathway. There is a pathway that everybody is following. We all are not passing on that one road. We are all passing on different roads, but we are ending up at the same destination. Yes. So everybody is supposed to preach the gospel, that, but not everybody will be in ministry. Not everybody will preach on the pulpit. So you, the fact that you are not on the pulpit does not mean you cannot preach. You don't only need the pulpit to preach. So that is it. So we are all first discover your destination. And a man can only discover his destination when he knows his beginning. If you know where you are from, it is that same place that where you are going to will be given. The same place you came from, it is that same place. Ah, you are moving from Accra to Kumasi. Accra is your beginning. It is when you are in Accra that you will know where you are going. So your, the knowledge of your destination is known in your beginning. The knowledge of your destination is given in the beginning. So once you miss your beginning, where you are coming from, it will be difficult for you to know where you are going. But once you know where you came from and where you are going, as for the route, the destiny, the path, the pathway that will lead you there, once you know these two, the beginning and the end, the pathway won't really be difficult. It will be easy to know. It's like this. You are in Accra. You don't know that you are in Accra. And you are going to Kumasi. You don't even know that you are going to Kumasi. Who are you going to ask? So when you meet somebody, what are you going to tell the person? But if you know you are in Accra and you are going to Kumasi, you can get, get, get close to someone and say, please, I know I'm in circle. I'm in Accra right now. I want to go to Kumasi. Which car should I pick? Then the person will tell you, okay, pass here, pass here, pass here. But you, you don't know your beginning you don't know you are in Accra you don't know where you are going your destination you don't know you are meeting people too now you are just standing still so if the the one 
let me say the cause of stagnancy in the lives of people is when they don't know their beginning and their destination you become stagnant yes so you see most of the scriptures like when you look at most of these 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 great great people like Samson angels came to the parents to tell the parents about Samson when he was not even yet conceived that is what every parent was supposed to do you go to God the moment you you take his seed say God please I'm pregnant I don't know what this child is supposed to do on this earth what is he supposed to do i know we are all christians we know our original destination is to be conformed to the image of christ but we know that we all will not pass through the same lane what is the lane of my child god show me this is the work of the so before the child grows in the mother's womb to be now like born the child knows what he's supposed to do You get it. So many of us, our parents, they were not spiritual people. Everybody was giving birth, so they also gave birth some. So we are plenty in the house, moving up and down. We don't know where we are going. Now people can live for 25, 26 years before they can meet a man of God. And the man of God will not tell them, God has called you to be a prophet. Hey, so all these 25 years you have wasted oh lord i'm prophet of god i know he was at the bank he had completed university he was at the bank and the man of god came to him the man of god was about depositing some money and the man of god said the lord told me yesterday that when i come to this bank to deposit them i should talk to you that he has called you in, into the office of a prophet get out of the bank go and hide somewhere and wait on me hey somebody who is at the bank who i the suit come on the lord said get out go to the bush and wait on me <laughs> hey when people miss destiny it looks as if they are in destiny because they are at the bank air conditioned suit come on everybody is clapping for them people can clap for you when you are even dying Yeah. So the clappings of people do not always prove that you are fulfilling destiny. Be careful. Be careful. All right, the last question. The last question, then we close. We just have five minutes to end. Sure, you can call in, Techi. You can call in. Hello? 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 Yeah, hello, Safo. Okay, good evening. Good evening. I hope yeah. you are fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm doing well by God's grace. So you can ask your question. Yeah, it's my first time joining you here, and I must say I'm really, really blessed. Wow, we bless God by your ways. Bless God. May God richly bless you. Amen. I'm really blessed. Bless God. Your teachings, in fact, in fact, may God, may God increase the oil upon your Amen. life. Amen. Uh, Papa, my question mm-hmm. is, um, uh, what do you do if mm-hmm. your uh, attention falls on someone, like it's like something wants to communicate to you about that person, mm-hmm. and your attention falls on that person, and you are not hearing anything or you are not seeing anything, what do you do? Okay, okay. Now, the first thing is, you have to know the atmosphere that you find yourself in. Let's say maybe we are all praying and all of a sudden it looks like your attention is being drawn towards one particular person. That it could mean that the Holy Spirit is trying to say something. At that point, it is actually based on your, your level of growth with the Holy Spirit that you can either pick what the Holy Spirit is saying or you, you, you might not be able to pick it. So if you are not able to pick what the Holy Spirit is saying, okay. you can just go close to the person and just say things like, like the Lord is just focusing my attention on you. I don't really know why, but I'm, I pray for you. May the Lord, the Lord knows what he wants to do. May he do it for you. You can just say something short like that and just leave everything. Okay. The Holy Ghost can either work on it like that or maybe get somebody that can easily pick what he's saying and declare it you get that point because sometimes it depends on how um you have you have grown like you have worked with the holy spirit because there are many people the moment their attentions are drawn towards somebody they see a vision maybe they hear a name maybe they do this like they get a lot of things about the person but if you have not grown to that level to pick all these things just go straight to the person and say, the Lord is just drawing my attention towards you. I don't really know. I'm not picking anything, but I know that the Lord has something to do for you. And I pray for you. May the Lord do it. Even though I might not know, but the Lord knows it. I pray that whatever he has purposed to do for you, let it be done. If there is any attack of the enemy, it should be broken. If it is any good thing, you pull it towards the person. Then you just move on. You get it. Oh okay. Sure. I get you. Yeah. Great. Great. Is that is that is that all? Thank you. Yeah, I've been experiencing those things. Okay. And sometimes then I don't I don't hear anything. Sometimes I don't see anything but it's it's like my attention is on that place. Mm, then and sometimes I see something small mm-hmm. about that place. Exactly. That is what God is trying to tell you. You have, to, you have to spend time. Yeah, yeah, you have to spend time with the Holy Spirit to develop the prophetic gift. Not if, yeah, spend time with the Holy Spirit to develop the prophetic gift. It is a prophetic gift that is manifesting. You have to spend much time um, to develop it and also just go through some kind of mentorship and all those things so that your senses can be sharpened and everything. 
don't worry i'm going to create a whatsapp group god willing tomorrow for um my prophetic those who are called into the prophetic ministry and i'm going to just give us some practical ways to actually sharpen our spiritual senses to pick signals from the spirit so you can be part of it don't worry tomorrow okay okay all right all right we just have one minute to close we just have one minute to close um god bless you god bless you. we just um leave everything for um tomorrow we have just one minute we just have one minute so god willing tomorrow we are going to continue please tomorrow in the afternoon we are meeting for lunch prayer fire in the afternoon we are meeting for lunch prayer fire and in the evening we are continuing the um teachings the man we are talking about man 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 right after here i'm going to um upload the message all right henry armstrong god bless you god willing tomorrow we are going to pray for you we are going to pray for you god bless you god bless you please if you want to support the work of god the number is zero two four zero three one two five five one zero two four zero three one two five five one keep supporting the work of god and the lord will be a great blessing to your destiny the lord bless you all and keep you strong we shall meet god willing tomorrow god bless you ralph god bless you god's precious jewel god bless you techina nakusia suzanne susanna god bless you daniel and son god bless you god bless all of you and keep you strong we shall meet god willing tomorrow Bye-bye.